about comics to me time. Hello. We are I'm here. I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm gonna make it look like I'm using a microphone. I mean, technically you are using a microphone. I'm gonna make it look like I'm using this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fortnite microphone. Okay. Uh, all Alrighty. right. <laughs> all right. So we're we're here to talk about comic books. Uh, Heather, go ahead and take it away. I'll take it away. Okay. So first, I have this book. Um, this is an art book called 2020 2020. Um, it is by, yeah, I was having trouble with the name because on the front it says Feral Doll, but on the inside, when you look at his name is Feral Doll, Doll Rimple, I believe is what it is. Um, he started this art sketch at the beginning of 2020, um, just a drawing a day. And so the book is just filled with like, drawings that he did throughout you know the entire world shutting down and then just put them in a little book it's pretty so, cool that's Those are fun. It, yeah um the art looked really really interesting I had seen something about this I think on Twitter around the time that it was out for like solicitation and so I was like you know I'll give it a try because I like art books and this art is like it's really pretty he does a whole spread of like tarot cards in here which I think is really interesting, his own little take on them. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and if, I haven't like thoroughly looked through this book, but um, when I was flipping through it, there are even some like familiar characters. Like I'm pretty sure there's an X-Men in here. There's like I'm, Halloween. It's a swamp. It's a swamp thing when you were flipping through. Yeah, there's like, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, <laughs> here's a little Halloween guy which is very cute so yeah it's just just an art book is all it's very nice um I I was thinking about giving it to Sammy because I think she would appreciate it as well but I also think I might keep it we'll see <laughs> who cares about siblings anyway who cares <laughs> uh okay so uh first I have this is Fantastic Four Full Circle this actually came out like about a month ago two months ago now it was it was longer it's been a couple months yeah uh but i did not get it then because i hadn't ordered it and that was foolish of me also yeah. i was like well, well i didn't think i needed a fantastic four book no i know i said yeah as if like i would have ordered it too i i get it 100 percent. it's if you're a fan of those particular things then it's a foolish thing to do yeah, it's like I I like Alex Ross, but not enough to necessarily like buy a Fantastic Four book that he's done. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the art in it, and I was like, I gotta I gotta own this book. It'd be dumb not to own this book, and I'm gonna have to kind of show a little bit from it. Yeah, that's good. It's just the colors are so vibrant and bright, and it's not alex ross's typical like watercolors it's like really like bright colors Re really reminds me of like jack kirby stuff mm -hmm. um yeah i haven't read it though so i can't tell you anything about it smells great art looks gorgeous <laughs> perfect and honest yeah honestly what what else do i need but i do plan on reading it because 
a friend of mine did say it was really good and it was something that he thought like people who are not super familiar with Fantastic Four would enjoy. So here I go into Fantastic Four worlds. Here I've done it go. before. I've done it before, but it's just like, I don't, I don't really care. I get that 100%. Okay. And so then next I have, I have so many, there's so many comics. Uh, All Against All, this is issue number one. This is a story about the end of the world. There are like, I don't know, they kind of look like android type things that are on Earth and they come upon a boy. And that is kind of like the the story. Uh, Casper Wingengard, the same artist who does uh, Homesick Pilots does this. And I just really like love love of their art and their their colors like a lot um alex packendale does the story itself and yeah i thought it was a lot of fun i think i added this to my poll i feel like i would have just because i really like the artist so. yeah i was gonna say it seemed like something that you would have just added without questioning you know I know we've out- talked about that person's art before. Get an outline of the Wang. Oh, shit. That's a dick. Oh, you know. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Kind of had like, I guess I would say Tarzan vibes, but I just feel like that's because it's a like naked kind of feral man in the jungle. So. Like and honestly, yeah, like it's like George of the Jungle, but with like futuristic animal a- alien type things. Okay. Very good. I'm going to read it tomorrow, probably when I get into the shop. If nothing else, it does look like real good. Okay. Very good. Love it. I'm ready. Are you ready? Right. Yeah. Uh, this is Know Your Station. This is issue number one. This is a story about a murder on a spaceship. Yeah, it's it's a murder mystery. But it feels very uh, cliche where you kind of know what the mystery is and like what's going to happen. Yeah, it was. Um, so Julian read this one first and then texted me and was like, have you read it? I need to talk to you about like the the mystery behind it he he said that he thinks he pretty much figured it out like right away and I was like okay cool like I hope I'm smart enough to figure it out and I got to the end and then texted him about it and he was like yeah that's exactly what I thought so <laughs> we're on the same page so it can't be that difficult you know or or that's the red herring and we're all just right. buying buying into the cliches that exist already but i I don't know. I I didn't really like it enough to want to continue reading it. Like it wasn't engaging enough. Right. No, I completely agree. I do. I would kind of want to see like I'm not going to add it or anything, but I am curious to know, like, because we also came up with an alternative like twist as to like Mm -hmm. what could happen. And I am curious to see how right I am. Um, so I think I might just kind of, as they come out, glance at them. 
yeah yeah try to figure it out I do um Leanna Kangas though I really like their art um there was a series that they did that I read a few years ago and I can't Sarah, remember what it Sarah and the Stars that one Sarah and the Royal Stars uh no it was a different one um it was it was a story like that though okay. I just can't remember for the life of me what it's called but that was one of the reasons why I wanted to pick this one up is because I really like their art a lot so I did enjoy that aspect of it um but yeah I I just didn't really care for the story or the characters like it wasn't very interesting to me but Mm -hmm. not to say that it wasn't like good it's just not for me yeah I would say it's not like it's bad it's just so yeah something about it didn't grab me like immediately Mm -hmm. You know, that happens. Like, we only special ordered those. So I think we kind of mm-hmm. knew ahead of time that that's how it was going to be. So True. I keep talking into this as if this is actually on. Yeah, I know. It's like been cracking me up. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. You ready? Next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have Behold Behemoth. This is issue number two. Uh, this was a book that we both really loved uh, last time around. This book by Tate Bromble and Nick Robles. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked this issue. I did feel like it was a little uh, disjointed. Jarring. Yeah. For me anyway, like where it kind of picks up from where it ended last time. Mm-hmm. Um. I've noticed that I've been getting confused a lot more with books recently and I don't know if it's just like where my head is at or if the books themselves are actually confusing but jumping into this one from where it left off in the first issue I was a bit discombobulated I didn't really know like what was going on because we're Mm -hmm. in a completely different world which was introduced in that first issue like we knew it was going yeah. to be happening but I think the way that they just dropped you into it in this one was yeah just dis- disjointed a bit it looks yeah, it so looks- good though yeah it looks gorgeous and I mean that isn't to say the story isn't good and it like once you kind of get back into the flow of it like it it it's easy going but I, I do agree I think it's just like it left off with one kind of one page giving you that mm-hmm. and the Which first I guess one this one ended too because you have one page where you left off before yeah so it is like a couple more pages don't you oh no I guess it is one page yeah so it is just like going back and forth between the two Mm -hmm. worlds I guess um of like how they got there and what's happening and stuff so yeah like you said it is it is still really good but if you're not expecting that sort of story it it's a bit confusing and I don't know like we also read so many books too it could just be like you know Mm -hmm. got a lot of information up in that brain and this is a pretty small brain (laughs) (laughs) all right I'm gonna talk about this one um so I didn't read this one um this is x-force this is issue number 35 um like i just said i didn't read this one i actually did just take this off of my poll so i don't think i'm gonna be getting any more issues i think i might read this one just because i'm curious uh to see what's going on with like maverick and his little group of mercenaries and stuff but 
don't know. I just kind of lost interest in it. It just wasn't, wasn't grabbing me like it used to. I don't really care for the beast storyline. So yeah, that's all. I need to know why that guy's like vomiting on them on the cover. Yeah, that's another thing while I'm trying to figure out. I'll I'll read this one since I have it and then I'll let you know. <laughs> like what is happening here? You know what's funny is I didn't even realize that was him vomiting. I thought it was just water. <laughs> I did too, but then when you held it up, it was just like the way it was like it was very much coming out of his mouth. I was like, oh mm-hmm. I've looked at was that, that a lot. It's not Bane. <laughs> I mean, look. Yeah, no, I know. It's just, it's just really funny. Okay. <laughs> Is that Bane <laughs> in this X Force book? Uh, I have Castleful of Blackbirds. This is issue number three. I don't, I don't really have a lot to say about this book. There's witches and shit. Right. I'm really that book is like slightly confusing to me and i I don't know if it's because i'm missing something or if it is just confusing maybe it'll make sense because there's one more issue right yeah like i get what's happening but at the same time it's just like what every time i'm just like what the fuck is actually happening right so we'll figure i'll figure it out yeah by the end uh, and then I have issue number five of Variants. This just wraps up this little storyline of Jessica Jones. One of her, one of her variants ends up like being a bad guy and has all of these other variants under their under her control. And that's that's that. Just wraps itself up really like a little too quick honestly but like as a whole i really enjoyed the story you know phil noto's art was phenomenal i suppose if you like jessica jones you would enjoy it okay it's not like i don't like jessica jones and it's not like i didn't enjoy that it was just like it was was just a, a cute little series yeah exactly okay yeah i've read a few of those in my day so yeah i had a good time but Why'd I do that? Did it um, leave it kind of open where if there was going to be another series there, they could add on to it or was it just done? I mean, it was, it's like open-ended just because it's like Marvel universe shit. Right. So it's just kind of like happening in Jessica Jones's world. Okay. That's fair. Okay. So next um, we both have, X-Men Red. Uh, Champ did not read this one, so we're not really going to no. talk about it, but it's just Abigail Brand doing what she does, being a turd. Um, yeah, I'm very confused by this, so I'm not even going to try to explain what I think is happening, so I'm just going to set it down. That's yeah, all I, just, I just opened it and was like, hmm, not today. I... Sh- I- focused on this like because I got I was confused the last issue but I was like I gotta like get in this I gotta I gotta know what's happening I gotta figure out what all the parts are going on like tables in here at some point and then like it's I can't it's a lot so it's issue number nine x-men red if anyone knows what's going on please explain it to me because I don't understand (laughs) Uh, beautiful 
so next we have Poison Ivy. This is issue number seven. This starts a new story arc where we are introduced to a new villain who even Poison Ivy is unfamiliar with. And yeah, I still really like this book. Pretty like straightforward and simple though. Just uh just poison ivy. Just poison ivy stuff. Plants, mm -hmm. plant plants versus plants. I was very back and forth on the art in this one though. See, and I like I am part of me like sometimes like some points I really enjoyed it and other points I I definitely did not. Yeah, like you know I'm a, a big face person and a lot mm -hmm. of the faces in heroes like I don't I don't like that angle like I don't like the way like this one I yeah I, I didn't like it. I there were like the colors and like the backgrounds and like the landscape of it looked really really cool and yeah it was just the faces for me I just didn't yeah the last really page is pretty art. sick though yeah I loved that page like the atmosphere of the book was done really good, but just the faces for me, not into it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so next. Then, oh, oh, go ahead. Nope. Do you have anything else to say? No, I didn't. I was okay. I wasn't sure if we were moving on. Yes. Yes, we okay. are. This is Batman. This is issue number one thirty. <laughs> I just talked right into that thing. I can't help myself. It's here. I miss having a microphone. <laughs> it's not even on, I don't think. Oh, wait, it's on. Oh. Anyway, you want to talk about Batman? <laughs> yeah, this is Batman issue 130. Uh, this wraps up the failsafe storyline. I was like, did this wrap up the failsafe storyline? But it does. Yes, it does. yes, it does. Um, um, I really liked I really like what's happening in Batman right now and I don't know if it's because it's just so fast-paced or if it's his art man it's the art yeah the art is phenomenal in this book it is like very much it is a fairly like fast-paced story I mean from the jump when Chip took over it was this fail-safe storyline and it's like it's a chase it's a chase yeah it's I feel like, like with it's this, just been like five issues of it's just a long chase yeah like at the end of this i felt like i could actually take a breath even though it was me just mostly going <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot yeah. happens in this one and it's heavy uh yeah i really it was really a good read i did enjoy it and then the uh, story at the end is batman changing his suit up a little bit <laughs> uh yeah, and that I, was also the final chapter of that one i really like that that story a lot like that story and how it wrapped itself up too i did too um i really really like the art for it like the colors and stuff it, it was just a very enjoyable story i like what chip is doing with batman mm -hmm. and it's just kind of just like you know people just have people have layers yeah I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. I'm going to talk about this one. Uh, this is Joker, the, the boy who stopped laughing. <laughs> um, this is just um, Joker, pretty much. He is in Gotham. Um, he has his identity stolen. And the other 
Joker is like slowly, I guess, trying to take over the world, but it's our main Joker trying to figure out like what the fuck happened to him. Like he's been shot a bunch of times. Um, he was just poisoned by Harley Quinn and he's like, I don't know what's going on. Like I'm not dying. Like shit's happening. Uh, in this issue though, he ends up going to the hospital I'm not going to be able to find it, but he ends up going to the hospital and he's like, hey, doctor, I need you to like help me because I've got like a bullet in my brain. I've got all sorts of crazy shit going on. And he pretty much threatens the doctor and is like, yeah, I'm I won't let this bomb go off as long as you take the bullets out of me. He doesn't have a bomb. I just thought it was really funny the way that it happened. Um I really do enjoy this story. I don't quite understand the point of like Red Hood in here. And I don't know if it's something that I missed from like the previous Joker series or anything, or if there's mm-hmm. like just an issue somewhere in the DC universe that I missed. Uh, Cause I am a bit confused about that, but otherwise the story is pretty self-contained. Um, and then the second half, the other Joker story I've, I realized what the pattern was here with Joker stories and every single issue he falls in love with someone new and tries to get them to fall in love with him. So in this one, (laughs) he meets Barda for the first time and is like, oh my God, (laughs) I am obsessed (laughs) with this woman. But yeah, pretty much it. Um, He gets cut in half and then is trying to like (laughs) get his body sewn back together. It's silly and it's really good like if I was going to continue my life reading any Joker stories it would be these ones because they are ridiculous and just so much fun all right that's all I got okay uh I have Gotham City year one issue number three uh just a little detective story where uh this I can't even remember this main character's name, so who cares? Uh, looking for uh, Wayne Baby, who's disappeared. And, yeah. I, honestly, the art is so fucking good. Like, the art and the colors in this book are phenomenal. This, like, first page, like, this, like, red, white, and black is just so fucking good. Um, and really, like, the narration, I feel like, is also just really phenomenal in this book. I think that is one of, like, Tom King's really, like, huge strengths is writing, like, very interesting narration that, like, draws you into the story. And this is really no different. Um, you know, I'm also kind of a sucker for, like, a detective story. A crime nor. <laughs> a crime A crime nor. Uh, and this is very much a crime noir story. It is. Noir. Uh, like, look at these pages, dude. It just looks so good. Like the Yeah, it's good. Pinks and uh, uh. Um, yeah. Gotham City year one. I'm still not a hundred percent sold on this book. After all of that, <laughs> I honestly, if the thing I love the most is the art, like I love the art, I love like the colors and the way this looks. 
I, yeah, I'm still just like not 100% sold on the story and that's fine. Yeah, no, that's fair. Sometimes the art is all you need. Yeah, but and the reveal at the end of this was one of those stories where I was like, oh. oh. So, so it, got well, it got me. It hooked me a little bit. Like all mysteries should and do, no matter how bad they are. It's got to grab you. It's got to grab me in some way. And most do. Uh, okay, I'll move on. This is sort of Asriel. This is number five. Uh, one more issue. Just kind of Asriel battling it out with other angels. Uh, trying to find like his place in the world. If I'm understanding this book correctly. It looks... Okay. This book is another book that just looks good as hell. Uh, I really love a lot of the pages. And once again, the colors are just... Mm -hmm so vibrant um the angel there yeah Azrael. i was gonna say i love that angel um yeah i i don't know how to sell anybody on that book but trust me it's good yeah i think it's one of those like dc characters where if you haven't like read or you're not familiar with that character previously it is hard mm -hmm. to like make people want to read it but it is mm -hmm. the ones that i have read it is worth it it's really good it's it's the character that is shockingly overlooked yeah i feel like it's a character that's overlooked but they try so hard to make it work and i think this is like one of the few times where i've like truly been like okay cool yeah that's right. interesting um all right that's all i got okay i just pulled this ponytail out of my hair look at can you see how much hair is on that? Yeah. It was gross. Okay, I'm ready. Next. <laughs> uh, this is Bloodstained Teeth. This is issue Ooh, number seven. It's really cool. Yeah, this is a this is uh Sean Phillips, I believe. Yeah. Um Yeah, I can I go back in time in this yeah, one? I mean the the main story as we've discussed before is a regular old vampire going around tasked with killing all the vampires he created aka sips uh he has to do that otherwise he will be killed so um yeah you go back in time to the middle ages and you get a little bit of history of the head vampies mm-hmm and a little twist at the end too yeah yeah expecting that that's gonna bring more trouble always art art in this book is fantastic though yeah it looks really good again with like the vibrant colors and stuff like i love the layering on the, mm -hmm. in the panels and stuff like it it's i really enjoy that book quite a bit like i i didn't know how to feel about it at first like the first couple issues but then i really it grew on me let me get in it's a good story. Still, issue four is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's a good issue. It's a good issue. It's very good. Uh, ready? Yes. Okay. It's the Little Monsters. It's issue number eight. Mm -hmm. Another vampire right. story. Another vampire story. This time, vampire kids. Mm -hmm. um, we, we once again do go back in time. Yeah, I was going to say, as with like the last few issues, you get a little bit of background on one of the vampire kids and how she ended up being a vampire and then in present time you get the 
the group fighting against each other, trying to get to one human child so they can suck her blood. I do think it's interesting how the groups have like pen- been pinned like against each other and how like the one side they're protecting this human when they could just easily like they could easily like murder her with no no problem. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny to me is the snotty little kid who is causing all of this this trouble. I could tell from the first issue with that haircut. I was like that kid is rotten and you can tell. <laughs> Like, every kid that I grew up with that looked like that, that had that haircut, had issues. And I just knew. I could just, I could just tell. Spot him from a mile away. I was like, you know, that little troublemaker is going to be the the cause of all of this. And he won't quit. So. Yeah, because they could easily just, like, leave, like, the group that really wants to eat this little girl could just, like, leave them alone and find, like, other humans yeah especially since they know now that there are other humans that exist and like kid that kid what a brat (laughs) that was my kid i'd be pissed (laughs) all right are you ready yeah uh we've got end after end this is issue number four walt has passed out or been knocked unconscious conscious conscious unconscientious unconscious uh his little friend i don't remember slade wilson that's what i'm gonna call him wants to murder him and his little elf friend is like no i don't want you to do that what is his name again i can never remember the elf or slade wilson um the elf (laughs) I actually don't remember and I know that it is said in this book. Yeah, like multiple times. Anyway, yeah, there's there's some issues. He's not dead, but he's dead. He's he's fighting in the end after end. So and the cop is trying to just like be a dick about it. Yeah, he's a fucking cop. Yeah. He, he um just and wants I, to I... Mur- just wants to murder him. It's just like oh, just like put him out of his misery. Grink. Grink. Grink, yeah. Um, I do really like this story too. Um, I do like in this particular issue when Walt is like knocked unconscious, he's having these like memories of you know when he was younger, and I I really liked that aspect of it, like the introspective part of it, and you get a little more insight into who he is as a person too, which Mm -hmm. I thought was very interesting. I don't know. It gets confusing at times, I think, but it is a still a very interesting story because you don't you just don't know like where he's gonna end up. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. It it can be like I know, like the last issue just felt like eh. I feel like mm-hmm. it's just like a it's a wobbly story where sometimes it's like, oh, this is really interesting, and other times it's like eh. Right. Is this interesting? And even here it's like Walt's reaction to Grink and like the help that he's giving him is just like so extreme to like a seems a little out of character but again we don't know him very well so we don't know it it is like it's sudden Mm -hmm. it comes out of nowhere um would you say that this series every issue it's like a box of chocolates 
You okay. never know what you're going to get. Hold I'm going to just, I thought you were going to like come back with a box of chocolates. <laughs> that would have been really funny. It's like, is this just like a very extravagant joke? It's just a bit, this whole thing. Um, okay, this is Earth Divers. This is issue number three. Um, this is just about a man. I can never remember his name either, and it's driving me crazy. Anyway, it's just about someone who goes back in time to uh, kill Christopher Columbus so that in the future their land and their people and their world will be able to exist. Um, and I did like on the back here, I never noticed that before. I don't know if each one is different, but it says new worlds aren't discovered, they're built. I I like that a lot. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I really like this story. I like, like the kind of twists and turns that you have um i like how you know like time travel goes it's just yeah if you've ever seen the butterfly effect you know like (laughs) what's going on (laughs) you can't change something without changing the entire course of the future ashton kutcher found out yes um I do. I like this book a whole lot. Um, the one thing I don't like about it is this cover because I don't like the shape of his body. I don't know why it mm-hmm. weirds me out. It doesn't make any sense proportionally. Yeah, no. But so fine. far, that is it. my only complaint. <laughs> bad, bad cover. Bad cover is all. Too bad we don't get any of the variants because I bet they're cool. We do. We do. Oh, I don't yeah. remember. Oh, yeah. Okay, I saw this one. Uh, the oh, one I there's wanted. A Ram- there's a Ramon. Yeah, the Ramon Filiobos. Yeah, they're good. Via Obos. Yeah. All right. Well, this is what happens when you don't work at the shop anymore. <laughs> I don't get to see all the variants. Uh, okay. All right. So next we have. Oh yeah. This is issue number three. <laughs> um, I mean, it pretty much says on the front to help a defenseless farmer and his family, Kaya and the lizard riders must hunt the most fearsome beast on the plains and not all of them will survive. That's it. Uh, sto- story's really good. Just a uh, good, good little, little adventure story. Mm-hmm. Good, good little, I like the characters a lot. Even the bad, I don't like the bad guys, but it's like a, a well-written bad guy where he's just like very dislikable yeah they uh he does a really good job of showing like the human uh human isn't the right word because he's a lizard but you know what i mean like giving him Mm -hmm. normal feelings and reactions and stuff like the way that he reacts to the stuff here it's like yeah that's how someone in his position would react to that Mm-hmm. but yeah i really i really enjoy this too um i do have a question for you was this on substack at all uh i don't know maybe i only ask because there's no ads and it does everything like public lo- domain does so i don't know i was just wondering because i didn't know if that was like a strictly like substack thing where there's like no ads it's just just story but I don't remember ever seeing anything about it. So, yeah, I really, I don't, I don't know because I don't remember seeing anything about it. Like, I don't even know if West Craig has a Substack. Well, yeah, something... I didn't either. I didn't think so. But also, I don't friggin' know. I'll look into it eventually. We'll say, it something to look into. Yeah. 
add to the list of things. All right. Uh, we'll never, never get to that list. I don't even have a list, so <laughs> I've already forgotten everything. Uh, <laughs> this is Golden Rage. This is issue number five. This is the last one. Um, or is it? I... I was I was bummed I was disappointed by the way that this ended. I was not um satisfied with it. I felt like it didn't give me closure at all. Mm-hmm. Um I still really like the story. I just wish that like I I knew if there was more or if this really is it. It felt too quick. Yeah, it did. And I again there was no like real resolution. Like I, I it's very like just open and loose and I don't know. It does, it does kind of give you the impression that there's like going to maybe be a volume like more, but I think that I think like, I really do think the problem with it is just like, it was, it felt like the ending of one of those movies where it's like, okay, this person did this, this person did this, like those little flashes of story of like, okay, here's this lady here's what she went on to do like here's this one here's what like they went on to do like so on and so forth and I didn't and yeah it did feel like it didn't give me like the resolution that I wanted but Mm -hmm. I did yeah once again I still like the story a lot I liked all the characters a lot but I just had I know I I do wish that maybe this story arc or might have been more than five issues like one more issue yeah I definitely agree with that um because it was it was a really good story it was solid it was like the characters were all really good and like powerful and I I did really really enjoy that um and as I mentioned with every issue there's always like neat read stuff in the back Mm -hmm. they have a whole thing on how to knit your own hat so I thought that was really cool I'm gonna learn how to do it finally champ I'm gonna (laughs) learn how to make a hat I wish you luck Thank you. It's been hard work. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, it just didn't fit. Sorry, I just want. It just didn't. It didn't fit the beat. The beat of the story. It didn't. I. I want. That's what made me think. Because it also doesn't say the end. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me think. Like, well, maybe there's more to it. Like, maybe this is just the end of this story arc. Even though it does say five issues. Like, that's it. That's all they're supposed to be. But. I just hope that there's at least another story arc because it just didn't feel finished to me. Yes. Okay. Now I'm ready. Okay. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. This is Night of the Ghoul. This is issue number three. This is the last one. And this one was complete. I felt really kind of disappointed by this one. Really? Yeah. Because it's like I it it finished up the story, but it is another like Another one is like the same with Golden Rage, where I felt like it didn't. Oh yeah, I it didn't. Hit, the flow didn't feel like the same as like the rest of the story did. Like the rest of the story, like flew fair. Like the flow of it was fairly like cohesive and like not slow, but kind of mid grade. And this one just kind of like blew you through. Yeah, it was. It built up a lot for it to just like kind of fall out in this one not to say you know I did I did enjoy this but mm-hmm. it did like the little the little twist at the end I was like oh okay like mm-hmm. I get it and then yeah the the way that it ends I 
personally did like the way that it ended but I think I mostly enjoyed that they had an epilogue and it was only one page and there were no words I was like love that yeah no I like and yeah as a whole I really did love the story I did really love the epilogue I love yeah I love the ending itself it just like it did just like kind of like go really fast and I was like you gave me so much information just to kind of like I'm done Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah good little good little horror story i did really like the mixture of like the movie with like the real life um frank Avia's art is Mwah. insane um Beautiful. Yeah. good good little read if nothing else mm-hmm. okay you ready mm-hmm. all right so now we have do a power bomb this is issue number seven. This uh, is the last, last issue of this. this and a- damn, this is like, God. yeah, they fight God. This was, this book was so fucking good. Um, it's just like this page is insane. Like, yeah, I, I absolutely loved that one. This was, this is the one that got me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that one. That one it's is sick so as well too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just just like any Daniel Warren Johnson book, he gives you like such a fun time. Like the whole beginning of this book, I was having a fucking blast. I kind of forgot that I was gonna have to like hit the like heavy part of the book, and he does end it with just like a beautiful little gut punch. Yeah, it took me out, dude. <laughs> It's like, because we had talked about that, where it was like, oh, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have an emotional breakdown. And then like the last couple pages, it's just waterworks, just nonstop crying. Mm-hmm. He's really, really good at that. Yeah. I like, I don't know. Like I've said, I'll say again and again and again, like there's something just very special about the way he writes and the way he like intertwines stories with just like very big characters and big big ideas and big things like it they all feel like just out like ludicrous mm-hmm. you know to some extremes um but the stories themselves are so fucking grounded it's insane you know mm-hmm. it's just like it's so real and so personal and there's just something so good about that and i don't know i this this really is like high up there up on my like daniel warren johnson books that i've read i don't know if it over overtakes murder falcon for me but it's close it's um i have not read very many daniel warren johnson but i did i've said this like three times now I read Extremity. I finished Extremity over the weekend. And I think that is my absolute favorite. I can't even, I, I can't wait for you to read it, honestly, because it like, it fucked me up in such a good way. And I have noticed that with the things that I have read by him, we have mentioned this also, they're, they're very like family orientated, but not only that, they're, they're very much like finding yourself kind of books. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And that, that like moment in time when you like find yourself and it is, I guess, a coming of age in a sense as well. 
and I don't know the way that he did like wrestling and you can relate to that mm-hmm. I've never wrestled before I don't give a shit about wrestling but th- he adds that dynamic to the whole like coming of age and finding yourself and growing to it that you can relate to that part of it it's, it's just good storytelling yeah uh i'm gonna uh, gonna show you the last page i'm gonna try to like block out something but but jake is on the last page mm-hmm. and i'm just my boy my boy i like uh derek had texted me about that he's like did you see that the jake jake is in the in the crowd and i like opened the book and i was just like yeah and i have like flipped open to like not quite the last page but the second to last page and like had glanced at one of the lines and just like choked myself up and my you know chris was in the room with me and he was just like he's like are you okay i was like yeah i just i just read a line from the end of this book and it's like it's messing with me right now (laughs) and i was like and i it's been several days since I finished this. I shouldn't still be feeling this way, but I don't know. Just good stuff. Like it's just mm-hmm. such great, great writing. And I'm so thankful for, you know, ever picking up like Murder Falcon and anybody who like encouraged me, like Wit or Derek, to like pick up that book. Cause it's one of those things where I almost stopped reading it like halfway yeah. through. And then I was like, no, I'll just I'll let it finish. And then Gotcha. Here I am. Yeah, and here I am now, just like, yeah, I gotta read everything this dude does because if I don't, I'm gonna I'm missing out. Yeah. Honestly, again, that's just good storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all. That's all you got. That's it. Um, uh, so you know, go go support your local comic shops, go support your local libraries, go take care of your friends. Maybe take care of people that are not your friends. Take care of each other. Do good things. Heather, do you want to tell people to be nice to all retail workers and yeah, servers? Yeah, be nice, be nice to all the retail workers. And also, don't settle for less than you deserve if you think that's what you deserve. Aim higher. Be good to yourself. What's that mean, Christopher? Love, everybody. <laughs> love is love. All right, that's uh that's all we have. Uh we'll see you on the the flippy flip. That's her that's a butthole. Oh that's my a- god. It's right there. <laughs> you have to censor that. I I I will.